Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Health Binge. I'm Adam Lahey and... I'm Stephen Ryan. Stephen Ryan. Are you going to say something? Uh, no, I was only going... It was a reference to your Top Gear bit that you're just after editing out by virtue of the fact that you repeated the same sentence with the Top Gear bit gone. Oh, okay. That's what happened there. What were you going to say about Top Gear? I was going to say you're like Matt LeBlanc of... Isn't that your man's name, Matt LeBlanc? He's the cool one. I'm happy with that, though. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what I was getting at is you're you're the new version of it that nobody likes. <laughs> so, how are you getting on this week? Good. I'm very tired. I will say. Yeah, well, I mean, we're recording quite late in the day, so that's, we're that's... recording late in the day. But generally speaking, I'm tired off the back of the last week, and I am generally I'm my sleep kind of went wonky on me yesterday, and I rectified it this morning, so I'm a bit tired. That's a constant complaint for you. You're not having enough energy. You're not sleeping enough. Well, I'm Did sleeping too much is actually the problem. Uh, <laughs> it's not sleeping enough. It's the fact that I'm sleeping too much, which is you wind up with the same problem. You, you're tired from sleeping too much. Why don't you take some of that control into your own hands and go, I can get up earlier, I can totally do this. I think, though, a lot of it was transitionary fatigue. I went from living one style of lifestyle to another, and I've moved and changed, and I'm tired as a result. But no, 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 that's excuses now. You're nearly you're nearly two months into this. That transition but fatigue is going to be week two or week no, three. If you when when I get to describing my week you'll see a, a distinct pattern as to why I am fucked tired. I'm calling crybaby before we even get there. No, I was uh I didn't do any exercise yesterday and today I feel the world better for it. I'm tired because my sleep is messed up today, but physically I'm just I feel the world better for not having exercised yesterday. I needed that rest day. Yeah, I feel like we're one week off you bringing a note from your mammy going, Stephen couldn't <laughs> exercise this week. He was tired. Oh, if just my body was shot. You were shot? I needed it and... There's fellas who were actually shot who were back up and out of bed quicker than you. Mm. <laughs> I forgot to mention last week that we've surpassed our halfway point. Yeah. Last week was episode six, six. Am I right? yeah. So this week's episode seven, yeah. So we're just gone past the halfway point. It's, I don't know about you, because you're doing all the exercise and stuff, but it's flying for me. Yeah, it is kind of flying along. This week now, all right, I'm a bit... Oh, okay, yeah, this is heavy going. <laughs> no point. Heavy lifting. Is, is there no party that's panicking? Kind of going, oh, wait a minute, we're halfway through the thing now, and I've got so much left to go. No, I think I've gotten comfortable with the whole thing more. Well, than that could be a problem. No, it's not. I've gotten comfortable with it in the sense that... I've sort of found routines, I've found my pace, I've found what I'm doing, and I kind of generally have improved my lifestyle, so I'm quite happy to take that from it. So you're a smaller, better person? A smaller, better person, yes. Okay. We're going to kick it into Stephen's diary now. Stephen's diary. Starting on the 10th, which is, I think, nine days ago, so maybe we went a little over from last week. So anyway, 10th. I went, I played a match against St. Patrick's in Hurling with Anne. Uh-huh. And the following day I played a football match versus Ballylanders in Ballylanders with the Han. Uh-huh. The following day I played a hurling match against Newport in a Han. 
Uh-huh. You're, you're, oh, no, I'm sorry, I just distracted by your book because it just looks like Marty Morrissey's dream diary. How does it look like Marty Morrissey? Like, match versus Newport, match versus... <laughs> the following day then I had football training. The following day I had a hurling match versus the Silver Mind. Uh-huh. Versus the Mountains. I scored a point in that one. Oh, hey! Oh, hey, yeah, my first point this season, I think. That, how long is the season going on? I've only really gotten back into it since we started doing the podcast. You've got one point in two months. Yeah, but if you want to look at it, I've also got one point this week. Depends on, on the perspective you take, really, doesn't it? Uh, the following day, then, I did uh, high-intensity interval training with Rich, my brother. Then the following day, I had football training. And then the following day, I had a that seven-and-a-half-kilometre run in the airport. Yes. Yes. Seven and a half K, how did you get on? I won the thing. You? You won the feckin' thing. You had this bet with Nick to get it in underneath an hour. Yeah, talk about uh, picking a safe... safe uh, like, yeah, I, I didn't know how long it would take me, but I did figure I should come in within the hour. Um, yeah. So I really did kind of and pick, a, pick and push my... I was, I was kind of, when I was listening back to it, I went, oh no, he should have picked something shorter. Because he's definitely going to come in. So, under an hour was your bet with Nick. What did you do it in? I did it in 47-something. 47-41. 47 47-something. 47 that was a cracking time. I was delighted with it. It's hard to put it in perspective, because if you're going on a race, you was seven and a half kilometres, and I did it in 47, which meant if I was doing 10k, it would be about an hour and three minutes. And I do reckon I could shave three minutes off, but not too badly. Why didn't you? Because I had no idea how long I was running for and where I was. So, but I could, you know, like it wouldn't be beyond me within, even within a week when another bit of weight is gone and I'm getting fitter again to, to break the hour in a, on a 10k. And that would be savage because coming from when I started doing the run only a few weeks ago, like I was doing 11.5k in an hour and 40 around. Yeah. So, you know, I just basically decimated my time. your own time mm. and to put it in perspective you came 409th 409th and wasn't there something like two and a half thousand people running yes but 409th yeah again it could have fucking come in uh, under 400 couldn't I <laughs> well you remember Nick the, the guest we had on last week his time was 30 minutes and 10 seconds yeah that, uh, which I, is such a sickener yeah and it's exactly what I said to him I was like oh Jesus I don't know about you now I mean you might be very happy with your time but if that was me those 10 seconds would kill me 30 minutes and 10 seconds you, you're you not quite that under 30 yeah oh. it, it's just enough to annoy you more than anything because you did aim for a sub 30 and his time was phenomenal it was again that's like doing a ten, just to measure it doing a 10k in 40 minutes which is really really good time he came yeah. 35th out of the full whack of it which would have really put him up there with the elite I know but those 10 seconds oh it would annoy the bejesus uh, yeah. those 10 seconds are the difference between the elite the elite and the nicks of this world <laughs> <laughs> but you you're you're okay so you're 13 minutes in under away from the goal we'd set you so what was in your head like it, it was a very straight a very flat track was it very nice it was on. very flat they said there was an incline but I never noticed an incline pushing too hard when I was was running there was one point when there was a fella. <laughs> Begrudgery Stephen comes out again. <laughs> he was a baldy fella. And he um, 
I would see him and out of the corner of my eye, he was going around the same pace as myself, but he'd walk, stop and walk. And you see, and then I'd overtake him. And then he'd up it to a run. <laughs> and then he'd be ahead of me again and he'd stop and walk. So I was constantly overlapping this fella who was walking, which was really just frustrating because it was the same dude, but he was just stopping, walking, then he'd up it and run faster than I was running. Well, I often wonder about people like that because you're in your head and you're going, that's my enemy, that's the guy I have to beat. But because that becomes such a big thing in your own head, what does he be thinking about you? He's like, oh, I, ha- I have to ru- run out past this maybe lad again. He was, maybe he was looking at me and gauging and said, okay, I'm going to kind of use this guy as a marker. Maybe he wasn't even noticing me at all. I but in your head you were hating I, him. <laughs> well, he was just, it was just annoying because I'd see him walking and kind of taking a little rest for himself and still being at the same general pace as me. After a while, I think I had left him in my dust. But very frustratingly, around the 5K mark, I saw like a, what looked to me like a six-year-old girl. And I just wanted to like boot her in the head. Because it was like, I'm after running, uh, you know, six, uh, 6K around. And here's you, you little six-year-old. And you're still bloody ahead of me. <laughs> and now, okay, granted, she was only doing the 5K. But still... She had managed to stay ahead of me for this distance. Why are you hating on a six-year-old? Because... Because she's quicker than you. Yeah, exactly. That's just like soul-destroying when you see something like that. You can be angry at the bald man (coughs) who kept passing you out even though he was walking. Or you can be angry at, like, a fella who trained. But this is a little girl that you've never spoken to. And for some reason now you just hate her. Yeah, well, if, you, if you're after running 6K and you're after busting a gut and you're tired and you look ahead of you and you go, this bitch is ahead that, of li- that little girl's never put herself in a position that she'd develop a belly, so running that thing would involve a gut being bust. Yeah, but uh, it was, it's just very frustrating to look at a six-year-old. Needless to say, I overtook her and left her in my dust too, but... <laughs> And still, it, these things are very frustrating when you run and you go, how is this person in front of me? I can't believe you got that competitive with a little girl. I'm surprised you didn't, like, steal her sweets as you were running past her and everything. <laughs> so when it was coming up to the end of the race, because I, I was out of the finish line and to say I saw you coming is an understatement. Like, there was some people, you know, casually jogging towards the finish line. Mm. I was worried that I wouldn't be able to see you and I stood up on a big rock and you just came thundering through the track. You must have just went into full sprint mode, but your arms were flailing, your hair was up and down. You were like a helicopter crashing onto the finish line. I didn't think I even had the energy, quite frankly, to, to make a big dash for it, because wasn't, it wasn't in my head. But as soon as I saw that the thing was on 47, you had said to me inside in the airport. That was the thing, yeah. We, you, were, we were going to do registration, and I wasn't happy with the hour Nick gave you, and I was like... 47, pick, you know, an arbitrary number, and for it to end up coming to that was... Yeah, and when I looked up at the oak and I saw it was on 47, because I was running and there was a bit of sweating kind of rolling to my eyes, oh. so I couldn't I couldn't quite see, and I was going, looking at it first, and I thought 44, and I was going, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> but then, I, as soon as I, I saw 47 and it clocked, I was like, I'm not letting this go to 48. <laughs> so I just pegged it. I was surprised I even had the energy to do that. And you did great. That was 47.41. 47 something. 
Shannon Airport Runway Run, in aid of the Children's School in Galway and the Childhood Arthritis Charity. It was absolutely a brilliant event, it was really well run. Do you know what was brilliant actually, and I really enjoyed it, was Richie Clifford's Mr Motivator. He's got a great energy to him, and it sort of got you in the mood for the whole thing as well. Like it was at 12 o'clock in the night and you would be getting a bit tired. You know, it just kind of perk you up a small bit before the race and get you in the zone for it. He also brought up a woman who had the, like uh, for people outside of Limerick, Richie Clifford, he does a class and he does it in UL, these kind of motivating dance aerobic kind of classes. But he has very curly, bouncy kind of hair. And he pulled up a woman from the audience who also had curly, bouncy hair for the simple reason that she had curly, bouncy hair. So the two of them were above and the hair was just bouncing up and down as they were dancing. That's hilarious. I didn't spot that at all. So that was Friday. That was Friday. Then yesterday I took my rest day. So you can see after a full week of matches, HIIT training, no, 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 no. It's not a full week of HIIT training. You did it once. Oh, yeah, but like <laughs> every, every day I had something. Because you couldn't do a match and HIIT training in the same day. Well. You couldn't because you'd only be fucked for your match. And then this morning I got up and uh, at 11 o'clock I went to football training. Give us a count on that. How many football and hurling trainings and stuff did you have this week? One, two, three, four matches. I had one... Two, three training sessions. I had one HIIT training and two hour walk, and I had a 7.5k run. How many hours would you say that is? About 13, I'd say. 13 hours. How many hours are in a week? What, 24 by seven, 7, which is uh, 168. Put those numbers into the 13 out of what, 168. See, can you get it up to you know 20 hours a week? No, doing that's exercise? crazy. The thing is, it's not even like this is the whole purpose of high intensity training. No, you can't just, but you can't just. And and I say that, but high intensity training is what you essentially are doing in a match because you're running, you're stopping, you're running, you're stopping. But the high intensity training is not just about running. No, I know the one you did the other day was was running into. Yeah, but, but like but I, the one that people are, are doing on the internet is, and like Nick told us about last week, they've got squats and all the rest. Exercise, it's everything. And we do that kind of stuff in football training. You know, we do our squats. Our Why are you so unwilling to do more? I'm just going bring bring you from thirteen to to twenty. I will. You, say you don't go. What, don't tell me what you already do. I will tell me what you do so, more. More so, what I would like to work on is my upper arm strength. I'd like to get back into the gym, but I just haven't. Um, Every time I suggest that you put more effort in, you kind of wave a cloth in one thing and go look over here. Actually, you know what? I, I might do a little bit more press ups. Stop I've thinking about I just can honestly doing... say I never said I will do more press up. Well, I didn't want to embarrass you with the the one you actually said, which was I should do more planking. Planking, yeah. Uh, which you... which would be for the abs and. Except if it's just you lying down for forty seconds and went, ha, great job, Stephen. <laughs> I'm off to the fridge. Put it in like try up your hours this week. No, I'm not trying to up my hours because Why? because that would be crazy. I would be sick and unable to go for. My matches, if I like, I really. No, you wouldn't. Your matches count in your hours. They do, but the thing is, they're they're a highly intense hour, and if you are after putting in a load of hours before a highly intense hour, you're not going to be able to. Uh, so what? Do that very well. Like in a whole week, if you're doing thirteen hours, you can't just do two more hours and bring it up to fifteen hours a week. 
There's I, people I, working I, two I, jobs can, to do more What I can do is I could, could add walking onto the thing because walking is a sort of an exercise that doesn't take... It, it can be tiring, yeah. Like the two-hour walk, I was wrecked after. You were what after? I was wrecked after the two-hour oh, walk. Now, right. I was after the other running as well, the HIIT thing, but I was... Like, it, it did... You just... Two hours of it, you get tired. But at the same time... Like, I could do that because that would be adding something onto it that wouldn't negatively affect my... Yeah, if if any of our listeners can suggest a way to, for Stephen to better manage his time so we can fit in more hours it's, a week with, even, with less... It's not even better managing my time. It's just... I remember who was saying it. There was some Irish soccer player and he was saying that GA players wouldn't be able to hack the, the lifestyle that he was living, living so of course he's going to fucking professional. Say them boys working in the credit unions don't don't have the stomach for his cocaine lifestyle, I'm sure. Yeah, but what he was saying was um, that basically he has to remain sedentary and rest is so important that they wouldn't actually be able to give the time to resting. So you're comparing yourself to a professional footballer now? No, but... Going, I, well, no, I, I can't no, do any I, more exercise because this fella... I am using the, the, the thing of the importance of rest in order to do that's fair enough but you have to understand the importance of exercise but do what you're doing well because if you're not doing what you're doing well you know if you're tired and you go to a gym you're not going to do it as well as if you're ready to do it yeah which is the whole reason that steroids are a thing is because your recovery is it speeds up recovery okay but you know you you can't just concentrate on your rest before you do anything but i i will say this like you there's no way you can't say that 13 or 14 hours or whatever it was last week was a rest that was no no i'm not at all that's a great week i'm just saying regardless of that being good or bad you can do more i don't think i should do more i think that would be negative i think you should get a second opinion on that i honestly think that would be negative to do any more than what i did in the last week especially since there were there were there were matches in there which are like that's as as high intensity really as you're going to get Okay. Give us the text in on the show or give us a message in and let us know what you think about it. If you, if you think that his intensity is on point or a wet fish. That phrase isn't wet fish, is it? All fish are wet. Salty fish. It's quick meal time. Okay. How are we on the quick meal front? I have one quick meal this week. One. One. You're the worst. I had one. Um... You you would be the worst employee in the world. Like I, a lot of what I ate was very simple this week. Like imagine if you were working for a newspaper, you know the Limerick Post has to go out tomorrow, and the editor comes down and she goes, Stephen, those three articles for the food section are, are they done yet? Because we we want to print at five, and you go, I've got one done. We asked you for three, ah, oh, but it's a good one. It was a good one. You know, happened. this is a section for three. Like, imagine if you were told you were going to have triplets and then only one came out. I'd be probably delighted. That sounds like a, a best possible scenario. Okay, well, give us your one. My one is, and I got it from the BBC website, I had turkey mint and I wanted to use it and I looked up a recipe and I also happened to have most of the other stuff. So it was turkey enchiladas. Okay. Talk us through the steps of your turkey enchiladas. For the turkey, put in olive oil, crush a garlic clove, cut up in an onion, cut up a pepper. I didn't have a courgette, so I just didn't bother with that. Turkey mince, and I put in 85 grams of grated cheddar. And then for the tomato sauce, I made one tablespoon of olive oil, one onion, one garlic clove, crushed. 
200 milliliters of passata, which is kind of comes in a little carton and it's like tomato, uh, crushed tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, one tablespoon or teaspoon of oregano. That's the one I stir on my tea with. And a half teaspoon, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> a half teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper, which I took from the pepper grinder. Yeah. So I got the turkey, threw that all into a wok and cooked it all up with its ingredients. And then I took that out and put it into a wrap. And I made two of them, even though these are instructions are for four. I only had two wraps. So I put the four into two. Yeah. Um, so then once they were in and the wrapped into their two, I got the tomato sauce that I had prepared with all the oregano and the passat and all that crap. And I put it over the top of my two wraps. I then put uh, the remainder of the cheese. I had 85 grams of cheese. I didn't put all of it in. I put half of it into the, the turkey. And then I put half of it on the top. Preheat the oven, the, the oven to gas mark four. And horsed it in. And then after about 20 minutes, I'm ready to go. Jamie Oliver must be shitting himself. <laughs> Did you have that with it? No, I had one. And then I had... Uh, and I was going to leave the other one uh, for my father, and um, and then I got hungry later on, and I ate the second one as well. Then he went home going, Stephen, I made you fish no, cake no, last I, week, I, what I, the I hell? Had, I had rang him, and he said, look, if you're hungry, just eat the enchilada. <laughs> I'd love to know how that conversation went, because I always picture, like, really rural, and it's never ever been anything but gravy and potatoes on the thing, so when you're going... And my dad, can I can I eat that enchiladas? Then you what? The enchiladas? Are you go on so? So I ate the two enchiladas, and that is my quick meal. That's your quick meal. Mm. Everything else is very self-explanatory. If you have any suggestions for quick meals for Stephen or f- some tips on how he could make his own better, do get in contact on the Facebook or at the Fiddlewhistlers Comedy at Gmail dot com. Stephen, one out of three ain't bad. That's what meatloaf said. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of meatloaf. <laughs> okay, we're going to go on to the food diary now. Again, every week people talk to me about how much they love the food diary. And it, it's the little shameful turns you take and you'll talk really loudly about your turkey Kafka and then, and then under your breath go, ah, that's fine. You know, there there's this weird kind of shame. This week is going to be a letdown for those people, I think. Those really? naysayers. Because I... Uh, well, for one, it helped that I had pretty much nothing on. So I was just... Do you eat less when you're naked? I had no... So I was at home for most of the week, uh, only with my matches and so forth. You know, I wasn't kind of away and trying to deal with that. But on the 10th and the day I had the match against St. Pat's, I had shepherd's pie for my dinner. And that was all I had that day. Did you make it? No, my father made it. But it was homemade, like? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I prepared that evening my slow oats for the following morning. Okay. So I had my slow oats. And then I had steak, mushrooms, onion, and baby potatoes for my dinner. Where's your lunch? Lunch, dinner, like. So what would you have after that? And then in the evening I had a dozen snails and garlic butter. I don't know how to react there because I don't know any of their nutritional value. But where? I said they're high in protein. Did you cook them yourself? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Where'd you get them out of the garden? I found them in Little. 
I'll give you it's an interesting one. Why didn't you put them in your quick meals? They're not really something you prep. Were they frozen? No, wait, ye- yes, maybe. Yes, they were. They were frozen. Why were you going buying frozen snails and garlic butter? That's so weird. Forget about healthy. That's weird. I, I really like snails. Ah, no, I feel bad now because your face is kind of al- I- almost sad. But do you not see how that's like... There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, that's like, you know, a delicacy or whatever. But it's just so strange. It's uh, perfect when you want something light. You know, I didn't want to have a big meal. I just wanted something. You could have got that for free in your back garden. Yeah, but they weren't eating the garlic butter I left out for them. Okay, so take us on to the next day. So the next day was the day of the multi-enchiladas. I had two enchiladas. One at lunchtime, one at dinner time. I also had a half of a fries chocolate cream bear why half of it? I'm fine with the other half and I, I it was more to get the taste than anything so the following day then I got up and I had two heater bicks and then I had pork chops beans and baby potatoes and in, in the evening? no that was it so you're eating is like one of your goals that you gave yourself yeah, last week yeah was to eat more and yeah. I did in some days and some other days I didn't like that day no I didn't see if it gets late in the evening I don't want to eat and like I had the pork chops probably around lunchtime, and then I was grand. I I did wasn't going to eat then after train or anything because I was going too late. Yeah. So you see that's kind of what happens there, but I think I did get kind of a self awareness of what was going on because usually the days that I don't eat three meals, I tend to have slow oats the next day, which is something I have to prepare the night before. So I think I'm I'm generally kind of going oh gotta get in my meal tomorrow. And slow, so I'd slow to the following day for lunch, then or dinner, whichever you want. I had chicken, spuds, carrots, and onions. I'd uh, probably a cup of tea with that, but one square of 81% chocolate. Oh, the really dark stuff? Yeah. You had one square of it? One square, yeah. Fair play to you. That's con- was it control or was it, oh, I don't like this? Um, I don't mind it, but one square is kind of plenty for me of, of dark chocolate. Mm. I don't not really kind of chasing dark chocolate oh i did go to galway actually i did have a gig one of the nights and this is this one i'd mackerel and baby potatoes uh for you were going mad for the baby potatoes no, baby to, to, tomatoes tomatoes uh-huh. i had that for my breakfast potatoes i had that for my breakfast and then i had some tic tacs you've even written down some tic tacs on your thing some tic tacs and then i had chicken spuds carrots and onions for my dinner. Same as the day before? Yeah, it was just uh, like it was all cooked in the oven. Yeah. I had one half of one day, one other half day. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. And then I had uh, one chip with one cocktail sausage. Is this one chip in the way you're going to a chipper and order one no, chip and you get a bag it, of chips? A solitary chip and a solitary cocktail sausage just to get a, a bit of a taste for it that evening. Why? Because I was in at, at a gig in Galway and they had finger food. And I wanted to taste them, but I didn't want to be eating them. I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to just have one. Yeah, I did though. And I was kind of going, oh, well done, Stephen. Yeah, no, well done. That's, that's like it's when they used like to say... teasing yourself. Yeah, it's like when they used to say Gandhi would take a, a young girl into his room every night to uh, express how chaste he was and how self-disciplined he could be. Mm. Like that's Me, I'm just like Gandhi. Yeah, you're almost tempting fate by going, oh, I'll have one chip. Yeah. And then you eat the whole thing and next morning you go, well, we'll try again with one chip today. The following morning then I had three eggs, a bagel and tea for my breakfast. 
then at dinner time I had pasta and mince and bolognese for my dinner also known as bolognese <laughs> and I had the rest of my tic tacs the rest of your tic tacs so when you said some tic tacs you meant half a box of tic tacs yeah nobody eats half a box of tic tacs that's another weird one tic tacs are like are like sweetie mouthwash do you know what I mean? Nobody goes, oh, I'm going eating Tic Tacs. There's just something that someone has in their it car. It was not something I'd have bought. I was given a packet of Tic Tacs. I'm like, oh, Tic Tacs now. Was it the white ones or the green and yellow white ones? White ones. Oh, okay. The other ones are shy. Mm. That was that. The following day, then, I had King's Crown for my lunch. I had no breakfast anymore. What's King's Crown? King's Crown is new potatoes. Put them in the shape of a crown. And you boil onions in milk. And you uh, get the milk and you put it into the middle of the crown and then you eat it. What kind of bloody Connacht famine food are you <laughs> eating? What the hell is that? So that's the king's crown. That's horrible. No, it's horrible. <laughs> and then I had, in the evening time, I had pasta and bolognese. I kind of went, okay, I'm going for my big long run. I carbs want, all day. I want, I want a bit of, bit more carbs, yeah. And then... Did you have a glass of milk with your, with your dinner that day? I more than likely did. I, I don't question <laughs> my glass of milk that I have, but uh, there's been a fair lot of milk. Okay, next day. Yesterday I had a pork chop spuds and beans. Got up late and I had my dinner pretty much when I got up. And then in the evening I had two rasher sandwiches. That would be one slice of bread, one rasher in it. and folded over. And you had two of them? I had two of them. Just out of interest, would you not have put two rashers in between two slices of bread? I prefer it the other way. Yeah. Exactly. And you had butter on them? No, actually, I decided not to put butter on them. Okay. I put brown sauce, small little splash brown sauce. Oh, dirt bird. And then uh, a while after, because they didn't satiate my appetite, I had two cream crackers with a bit of cheese on them. How much cheese? Mm, slice. Who was slicing the cheese? It, it was a narrow slice, I was conscious of it. You know, you, like you get it and you make it as narrow as you can go with the cut and cheese without making it an absolute arse of the cheese. So, when you were cutting the cheese... <laughs> cutting the cheese, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that got me right. Oh, anyhow. When you were cutting the cheese, like, was, was it a, a, a big... Like, I don't trust your cheese measurements. Well, yeah, I try to make it as narrow as I can go while not making shit of the cheese. Uh, and then today I had for my lunch steak with the onions and a brown bread roll. Oh, lovely. Um, as Laura's mantra goes, white is shite. That's um, yeah. good bread. A lot of onions this week. You must be reeking. I didn't notice. A lot of onions. Lots of beans and bolognese. Carrot chicken here. Okay, so we should try and build up a, a little kind of info sheet every week that's like hours exercised. 13. Takeaways had this week. Oh, I've had no takeaways this week. Excellent. Going to have one tonight, though. Ah, uh, for God's sake. Why? Uh, I've decided I want to have a uh, takeaway tonight. From where? Donkey Ford. The best known chipper in Limerick, which is definitely going to be like a bajillion calories. I've decided I'm going to have Donkey Ford. And it's not like a, a spur of the moment thing. It was like, I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to get a Donkey Ford. And I held off all week and I went, now this is my treat. Write in your comments on the Stephen Streets to uh, Health Binge on Facebook or at Filibusters on Twitter. Uh, and it's uh, just, it just seems such a shame to spoil a, a perfect week. Well, it's not spoiling it. I went nine days without having... Well, not even... 
Let's just take a look back before that. Subways and stuff for um, counting as takeaways. I've been 15 days without a takeaway. Uh, subways count as takeaways? Yeah, 15 days. Well done. Mm. Now you just have to kick the myth. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to talk about the challenge. This challenge is the one I've been most excited about and I've been, I've been sitting on this for a long time. It's almost going to put together all the skills that you've had so far. And this is the first time where you're not finding out about it because I told you a little bit of it, what it was a while ago. What are you going doing this week? This week I am going to perform at the Dirty Circus in Galway. I'm going to perform a dance and a comedic monologue. For anyone who hasn't heard of the Dirty Circus, it's a burlesque night. Yeah. It will get pole dancers, burlesque performers, alternative acts all over the country. Yeah. And if people were to pigeonhole it, it's the one where you have the good-looking dancing women and the tassels and all this. And as soon as we went pole dancing, I knew we have to do this. Mm. So you're going doing this. I really, I was like, yeah, we've got to get Stephen doing a burlesque dance, doing his pole dancing in front of a crowd. Mm. What is the polar bear going to bring to the Dirty Circus? Well, I had to pick a song and I had to pick it kind of in advance. So I hadn't even really given it a world of thought when I had to pick the song. So I picked uh, Well Respected Man by the Kinks. Bringing in your love of well-respected men and kinks. Yeah. The only thing is then, because like, I went off Googling, whatchamacallit, burlesque and dances and all this to try learn a bit and see what, see what is expected. And I was looking at it and then they're all kind of more upbeat, dancey tunes. And then I was like, oh no, now I've got uh, easy listening, 60s rock kind of a tune to do it with. Now, I will say there is a bit of a narrative running through the... So you're really putting some thought into this. I, well, I, yeah, I don't want to make a fool of myself. So I kind of want to... Never. To look well. I want to know what I'm doing so that I don't, you know, end up kind of like that weird kid in The Simpsons going, my ding-a-ling, my ding-a-ling. I don't want to be that. So I want to really put in an effort to, to at least that it doesn't look horrifically out of place. And it has to be sexy. I'm generally sexy anyway. <sighs> like, it can't just be a dance that you would see choreographed to Greece as you do your transition your play. This is a burlesque performance. You've got a pole. You, you really got to work it and be sexy. I have been working on it. And, and uh, again, thanks to Stacey, uh, she gave me a few ideas for how to move forward with it because I really had no idea where I was starting from with it. I still am not entirely clear, but I have got a few ideas. I've kind of been working on the first verse, the chorus, you know, trying to break it down into, into pieces. So what can people expect from the polar bear? Well, there is going to be a, a pole, so I'm going to, like, again, the pole dancing stuff, I've one, had one pole dancing lesson, so it is going to be very basic. But yeah, I'm going to try and mix it with, with, with more burlesque styles. I've, I've been watching, like, I'd say my Google is just, if anyone saw it, they go, oh. He's, he's got gone, a tamer this week. <laughs> he's gone gay. He's uh, flying the gay flag now. So when you say you want to include burlesque things, do you want, like, what are you going to have, like a, you know, mojito glass filled with glitter, nipple tassels, um, buttless chaps? 
there was a few different things I was looking at. I was looking at chair dancing because I wanted to. I I think that that gives me a kind of a, a centerpiece to the thing. The pole. The pole is, but I I don't have enough skill on the pole. I can perform on the pole, but I don't have the skill to do. Uh, like the song is two and a half minutes. I don't have two and a half minutes of pole dancing moves in there. Okay. So I like that's. Uh, so I I do have to kind of mix and match it. I am trying to kind of. I can't entirely keep with the narrative because it does. It just doesn't fit. You can't do. So there is points where I'm just going to have to go off, 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 uh, off song. But there are points in the song where I'll kind of try touch base with, with the lyrics. And, yeah. You know, so I'm trying. It is there is a, a real kind of a mix and match with it. This one is something I'm glad about because you you have to choreograph this yourself. So I, I'm really throwing you in the deep end here. Yeah. That like talk me through the choreography of what you, what you might be like. Your legs have to at least go up above your waist at some point. What do you mean? Like a big kick. What have... Like, because we were talking about this just before the run the other day. What do you envision? Because I was kind of going... Like, I was thinking about this afterwards, and I was going, I don't think Adam has at one point put himself into my situation and gone, right, I have to get up and, and do a dance for two and a half minutes. That is, is slightly... Like, that has bit of pole dancing, bit of burlesque involved. What exactly do you envision when you're talking about it? Because it it sounds kinda of like, you know, do a twirl, do a twirl, do a do, Yeah, I don't do, think do a big kick. I don't and, think any and, of those are get too, the hell out of there. I don't think any of those are too much to ask whatsoever. Because you've done them you've done a big kicks in Capoeira, you've done them in the pole dancing. I imagine you come out on the stage going, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Ryan <sighs> in like some kind of fancy suit and you go up and you're spinning around the pole and you know you do a kick or maybe you'll pull a chair in between your legs and sit down and strut around the stage bringing this sexy presence but also working in the things that you might not think you actually know but you do because you've done them like a little dance step from your capoeira but like obviously i'm going to in- include dancing because it is a dance it's not just me strutting around this is what I'm doing. I'm choreographing a dance. And I, I want you to be choreographing it, believing in your head that it's going to turn somebody in the room on. Because that's kind of the point. <laughs> Just give you a wink in the corner. <laughs> um, uh, that wasn't what kind of what I would have ta- taken for it. I think I was kind of go- going, oh, kind of a cheap thrill. You, you do something that kind of just goes, oh. That happened. No, I want you to be as sincere as possible doing it, like a real burlesque performer. Well, I think to pull anything off, you have to have swagger. That's that goes for anything in life. You've heard it here, folks. Health binge podcast. You've you got to, to do have anything swagger. in life. Gotta have swagger. I believe it was Nietzsche that said <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> but at the same time, it is a dance, so I'm going to dance, not just walk around the stage sitting down occasionally you know there is going to be a dance but I, I would have thought like I wouldn't see myself as being like I, I would be very surprised if if there was anything really I could do on stage that somebody in the audience would be turned on by you never know I mean this is it is pretty much the most open-minded night in Galway and 
that's saying something. <laughs> yeah. You never know how someone's going to react to your show, but it's... But I would be very surprised if they react by going, I'm really turned on right now. But when you're watching a burlesque show, you're, you're not going, I'm turned on by this. You're just going, that's objectively sexy. No. Like, not what I've been watching on the, the internet. <laughs> not by any stretch. What has that brought out in you? It really goes from... Vague repulsion. Yeah, and, and kind oh. of... And shock to... Okay. None of what I have seen. Now, admittedly, I have been looking at a lot of male burlesque because uh, otherwise I'll be shaking my non-existent titties, which... <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, my underdeveloped... <laughs> uh, so what are you going to wear? I have to really, like... The costume's going to contribute a whole lot to character mm. and to aesthetic. What's thrown me as well is, uh, like, my brain has been kind of... Because I also have to do uh, a, a bit of stand-up... Uh, on the night, yeah, on that's the right. Night. And because I'm doing the two, you know, my mind has been kind of jumping between the two things. Are you nervous at all? Anxious, yeah, I am anxious. Like, even last night when I was in bed and I wasn't sleeping, I, this was going around my head, it was rolling around. And I've, I have been quite anxious about it. So what's your biggest worry about it? A lot of it is I don't really even have a place to practice. And even if I had the room to practice and a, a pole, I would be able to go, OK, right, here I am, off I go. So where would you rate this in terms of anxiety or uh, with the other challenges? Uh, oh, way more anxious. Really? Yeah. And is that, is, does any of that come from like sexual objectification point of view? No, it's more so about... Like even I'm anxious about the stand-up because like normally what I do is I draft in a bit to a set. Yeah. So if I'm writing a new bit of stand-up, if it's five minutes, I'll throw it in, I'll, I'll get the audience on side throw in the stand-up and kind of put a sandwich around the new material so that they have a, a good, you know, they appreciate what I'm doing, they enjoy it. Yeah. I think the audience will be really positive because they're going to know you're coming back off, off the back of this performance you gave earlier on with the dance. Mm. And I think that a lot of people will be forgiving in that. I don't think you should worry about your stand-up performance at all. I think you should concentrate more on getting that choreographed. Well, the two things, like, in both regards, I need to to, to work and get it all the standard that I want in both sides, you know, because I can't ignore one. I'll be anxious about one if the other one even goes well. Yeah. And the thing is, I just need to work. It's very mentally time-consuming, the whole thing. You're really quite worried about this. Yeah, and uh, I am anxious about... Like, I can do the dance, and I'll be happy when I have a dance and when I've rehearsed it a few times. You haven't got a dance yet? Or at least you haven't... No, I've, I've, I've sort of... An, I, I've the idea planned out for the first verse, and I've sort of ideas for the chorus. They're going to have a similar bent, but yeah. they're going to change each time. So, going back to what your costume is, have you any idea what you're going to be wearing up there yet? Yeah, suit anyway. It's well-respected, man. It sort of goes with it. Will there be a bit of skin showing? Yeah. You're going to need I, that I, for I, the ball. I have to prep. I have to prep the suit. You know, I want to do alterations to make it. Will there be scissors coming into it? Uh, this is the thing, because I have no fucking tailoring experience. You don't need much tailoring experience for buttless chaps. Yeah. 
but I'm not walking out on the stage in buttless chaps. So, you know. I think you should walk out on the stage in buttless chaps. Yeah, I'm not walking out on the stage in buttless chaps. But, like, you need some bit of skin to cling onto the pole. Yeah. And of all the places I can think that would be impressive for you to cling onto the pole with, is my butt. I'm just putting it out there, just so on seed. I'll give the details to the people listening. It's on in the Roisin Dove this Friday in Galway. It's with the Dirty Circus. There's lots more people performing on the night. I would absolutely suggest going, if not to see the professional burlesque performers, then at least to see Stephen getting his rocks off. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. I've known about this for about two months now, and I've really been sitting on it because I'm so excited about it. Mm. You could do brilliant. Yeah, I could also do awful. That's well, good too. <laughs> irregardless, I will have it done by next Friday night. Well, this Friday night. Whether it goes terribly or well, it'll be done. Yeah. So tune in next week and we're going to be talking to Tommy from the Dirty Circus. We'll be talking about how Stephen got on and we will have a video up of Stephen's performance. I will even do my best to try and get it out live over the Facebook if, if they've got Wi-Fi in the place. Do tune in. Come to the Roisin Dove on Friday to see Stephen performing at the Dirty Circus. I really can't wait. App review time. For people who aren't familiar with the app review, I give Stephen or Stephen Picks himself an app he's going to review each week. Now, anyone who knows Stephen knows he's the least tech-savvy person in the world. and he's looking I'm actually very tech-savvy, I will have you know. You love gadgets, but when it comes to reviewing apps, you're kind of like... I'm a, shit at reviewing the app, yeah, that's th- for sure. But I will say I am very tech-savvy. Well, you're looking like a pig staring into a spaceship now. I'm looking at this week's app. Tell us what this week's is. It's DDP Yoga. And if I, how I picked it was I was looking through the top rated health apps, health and what's the other one, fitness apps. And I just came across this and I went, okay, I haven't really done yoga. And I would be, I do think it would help me at this point, stretching and stuff. Yeah. And yoga, just because I'm doing a lot of exercise and it sort of, it does help to, to stretch, you're less likely to pull something. Um, grow up. <laughs> um, so you, you are less likely to, to, to hurt yourself if you are, if you're flexible and all the rest of it. So it makes uh, absolute sense. Was I, it, did it say what kind of yoga it was? It, it's a DDP yoga. Okay. Now I looked at it and there is also nutrition guides. That seems to be just par for the course on these yokes. Did you have to pay for them, like last week? No, no, I haven't gotten into it enough to see, because I'm wondering oh, if yeah. there's going to be a, a trap at some point. There are videos, and I was hoping, I can't seem to get it up, maybe it's because I'm not in Wi-Fi or something, which again makes it kind of crap, because you might need Wi-Fi. But there's videos, and it's a dude, and he's very hardcore about his yoga, and he kind of shouts at you a bit. Like, because when you're signed up, you have to put in all your details. No, not bank details, just your name and your email address. Your name and a, and a nickname as well. Uh, I put in Steve as my nickname, but Creative. you can put in Anthony, really. <laughs> oh, can you? <laughs> it's not just Steve you're allowed to enter. <laughs> so I did the... I signed up this DDP yoga thing, and then your man's like, Now, the terms and conditions. Sign the terms and conditions. Press agree. Or something to that Get effect. Get down! Fire! Fire! And, and it wasn't what I was expecting from yoga. I kind of expected 
a kind of a tranquil yeah not a mad general voice as opposed to yeah kind of a well, Hank you know, Hill screaming at you <laughs> yeah so that was was what kind of caught, caught me by surprise of the thing though I will say just go on YouTube that's better you find uh, you find a kind of yoga for beginners because it's sort of the same deal so what yoga stuff were you doing did you sit down to do this yoga I more so perused it and I didn't really bother after that. That's the equivalent of a man looking through the Victoria's Secret catalogue. That's ridiculous. You get it and go, I'm just sitting back there, so there's a man there doing yoga shouting at me. You weren't, you didn't even sit down to try one position. No, I didn't. I wasn't that curious. <laughs> I'm not sure if, if, so, I, if I can take an honest review from you after not even trying it, because you can't give a response to like how hard a workout it was or... No, I still think though I prefer to go. I just kind of, I was looking at it and it was taking ages to load and it was just like, ah, oh, come on, this isn't what I want. So I was thinking, what did you want? I want YouTube. I want to YouTube yoga. Okay. Because I have done YouTube yoga. Do you know what I used to do as well, actually, years ago? Red tube yoga? No, We Fit yoga. Oh, that's brilliant, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you throw away that phone that you have and replace it with a seven year old Wii Fit <laughs> I totally agree the Wii Fit was brilliant the Wii Fit was brilliant I actually must see do I have it, it would weigh you and everything yeah mm. and it goes doo, 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 and, uh, <laughs> and it shows a little rotund men doing a dance <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so, so out, out of ten like I'd probably say five. It's it doesn't seem like a bad app. It just seems kind of redundant because you can just go on YouTube and it's there. Okay, so if people want to find that app to be underwhelmed, they can put it into the Play Store or yeah, iTunes. D- What's it called? DDP Yoga. I just should do a check it. Yeah, DDP because I keep going for DPP, but that's director. Can of we get a prosecution? <laughs> director of public prosecutions. Okay, okay. DDP, getting the C. Time to do the weigh-in. And mm-hmm. because I forgot last week or just didn't realise that we were halfway through the project, now is the kind of at the halfway point or just after it. Mm. You you were 17.9 last week. Yeah. Where's your thoughts about your actual goal now? I think realistically what, can be, what I can achieve in this, I, I will add the caveat to this and say that it, I, my goal hasn't changed my goal is still to lose five stone but what I can do realistically within this time frame is I think three stone would be good going what you're saying is you're bitching out no I put in my caveat that my goal remains the same because I am going to go for I've, I've gone this far and I'm really on, on but you've got you know you've got um, five weeks there you go thank you mm. Is there nothing that in you goes, well, it's only five weeks, I'm going to push and push and push. But then I'll end up, like, honestly, if you really want to see me, let me dehydrate the fuck out of myself. No, but and we can get down there. <laughs> you know, Conor McGregor does it for his weigh-ins and things. We can get down there, but that's all you're really going to end up doing if you're cutting yourself. No, if you put in those extra two hours running every week, and or put in two hours more... No, exercise no. for the next five weeks that's not that much no you're just dehydrating yourself there's an amount you can actually lose and you know like I don't know who was it actually it was that dude from Little Britain not the baldy one the other fella David Williams yeah and I think he said he 
He was. I think he lost a stone while swimming in the channel. Is that true? Yeah, I would imagine you could. Like there, one day I, I'd say I became very dehydrated because my weight was like really, really down. But it just it leveled off again because it was just dehydration. You can like really fool the thing, but all you're doing yeah, is pull one over on the scale. All you're doing is 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 cutting yourself really because. Okay, so with that in mind, I think it, I think if I got if if I got three stone, like I'm doing well, and I think if I got to three stone, I would be. In the, in the remaining time, that would be dynamite, and I would leave it open for. I'd say the last two stone will be cruel. Yeah, and I was kind of thinking about it actually just uh, yesterday. I was going, because huh. I will say I am like I am reaping the benefits already of, you know, um, I went to my gig on Thursday, I think it was, in Galway, and I wore a suit I couldn't get into. And I was just admire standing around admiring myself because it it like it's it's it fitted me lovely and you know even in it just transitioned into it so quickly that it, I hadn't even tried it on because it just wasn't going to be a thing and then the first time I went to try it on it just fitted me perfectly great so I was delighted with that also I went in another belt notch excellent which I was delighted with too you got two notches on your belt now you've gone in yeah. Brilliant. So with all that in mind, 17-9 last week, where are you feeling this week? I think when I get up on that scale, it'll give me a misreading. Uh, it's not really anything I can go You're by. putting a disclaimer now. <laughs> I'm putting a disclaimer. I, I will say I don't think, like, because I've had steak with onions and brown bread roll already today. It's late in the evening. I'm very tired and I didn't sleep very well last night. Well, yeah, tiredness does weigh two stone. Okay, so jump over to the scales there. Oh. If you, if you're right. Oh, I'm so fucking sore. Are you ready to jump on the scales? Yeah. Happy out? Oh, it's It's so sincere. Go for it. What is that? 17.6. 17.6. That's three pounds down. Three pounds down, which is grand, but like I said, I think that's deceptive. Still a win. Still a win. You know, you've not you've yet to go up for a week, and we're already halfway through. So yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not disappointed. I did have that proper like seventeen five is the stone and a half. I'm one pound off it. Oh no. So it would have been nice. You're like Nick Kennedy with those 10 seconds away from 30 minutes. I pulled minutes. a Nick on it. We're over halfway through the show now. Do you think there's going to be any change in you after the show ends? Are you you're going to be more forgiving of your own self to go, ah, sure, it's okay, Stephen, you're great, have more takeaways, have a bit of chocolate? No, I don't think so. I think once I'm in the zone, I'm there. And this week was like, I had nothing bad in the book. I'd... <laughs> in the book, in the book. Y- yeah it was uh, I exercised every day now it helped that I had a routine that I didn't have other weeks I think when it's when it's over and done with um, I think I've developed kind of a routine that I can I can kind of work with do you think you've learned anything about yourself so far no <laughs> no nothing Maybe, maybe if you suggested to me what I should have learned. Oh God, you must have been the fucking worst in secondary school. Like, you did ask there about whether or not 
going off the, the show would be when when this all over and done with whether I would be we started with the health binge and essentially I think that's all I am capable of doing is health binging in some respects like even if I, I like I can keep this going and I can go and I can get to the the ultimate final goal but so much of it is to do with my concentration and my ability to focus on a specific goal at a specific time. Because I was thinking, if I get a job, what, you know, if I got a job, uh, which I'm applying for at the moment, like trying to figure all this out with a job as well is going to be just cruel hard. I'm, because I am very, I am very, uh, when I get something in my head, I can do it and I can keep going with it. But you can only do that. But that's what I'm doing. I'm doing one thing at a time. Jesus Christ, if this is you putting your fucking whole effort in, <laughs> into the losing weight. Well, in fairness, uh, what are we? Week seven, and I've, I'm pretty much down. You're down, uh, you're a pound off I'm a stone down, and a half. I'm down 20 pounds. So you're just worried that you're not going to be able to keep up momentum when this is all done? When I have reached my goal and the winter sets in and my sports start closing down and I'm, you know my mind isn't focused on sport and the evenings start closing in again I'm kind of wondering wh- where I'll be then I know like I won't undo the whole thing and, and especially like I, it took me it took me a lot of time and a lot of investing in takeaways to get to where I was it would take a long long time to get back there again oh Jesus wouldn't from my actual finish point it would it would take me a long time yeah but that's no lifestyle at all to go oh I've lost the five stone well here's the next no, two years putting it back on no that isn't and that's exactly my point it's no way to do it but I'm just I I don't know whether that is what I am about or so not. yeah are you learning that maybe it's, it's not for you that if you're going well when I get to 13 I don't love muesli so do I want to live a life at a goal weight where I can't have my chips. Yeah. And I mean... It, yeah, well, where's your thought on that? Well, that's the... That's the... The, the, the six... Mar- no, I, like, I do find... I'm enjoying the benefits hugely. Like, I was already talking about getting into clothes and, and all the rest of it. I'm enjoying my sports so much more. I'm starting to get fitter. So, like, I am quite happy doing it. And I'm happy where I am at the minute. And I'm happy with losing the weight and so forth you know it's not bothering me that I'm not eating and chips every day and all the rest of it. it's I'm, I'm quite happy but long term that's going to change but it's just whether I because I, I'm incapable of thinking and focusing on two things at once I'm just afraid that I'll fall back into old habits when something new that I want to do yeah. becomes a thing Sorry, I'm thinking about it. Just uh, donkey forts that I'm getting. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you know what you want to get? Yeah. What are you going to get? I want to get chips and two battered sausages. Garlic mayonnaise? No, just chips, two battered sausages. Okay. Two battered sausages. Two battered sausages. Two battered sausages and a bag of chips. Messaging messages of condolences or anger for Stephen for caving in and admitting at the very end of the show well I'm off for a chip for now 
this has been on the uh, to-do list for quite a while, so. You've got some to-do list if <laughs> Donkey <laughs> Forge is on it. This is uh, something I've been looking forward to. Okay. Well, thanks very much for listening this week. Again, I just want to say, if you're anywhere near Galway, come join us on Friday for Stephen's debut burlesque performance. I've been Adam Lahey, and beside me is... Stephen Ryan. Thanks very much for listening.